Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. Where are we headed? Where are we headed? I like this theme. That's the theme for the new year. Maybe the theme for you should be A. Well, uh, we have found it difficult to control the temperature here in the studio. What you wearing, Fonzie? Wearing a leather jacket. Hey. Each bumper, he could just go like this. Yeah, hey, it's the screen. That a triumph? Hey. Well, I'm with you. I just I have my pullover on as well, but it's zero. Come on, snow plaster southeast ahead of bomb cyclone. I really a bomb cyclone is really driving me crazy. You know it's going to get. Yes, right away. Thank you. Because here's why. Here's what's going to happen. If uh, the news gathering industry, which is responsible for this nonsense is going to think that they now have to come up with a new way to say you're getting a blizzard. You're getting a very bad winter storm. Well, that'll happen. Right. But yeah. we're not demeaning that part. It's a bad winter storm, correct? Isn't that what it would be called? A yeah. blizzard, maybe? Yeah. But doesn't it stand to reason? Okay, I'll see if you can figure it out. Get inside my head. Let's go. If you're going to call this, uh, and this is new this year. This is invented out of yes. whole cloth. Yes. It suddenly, it was <laughs> Superstorm. Remember, we had yep. a Superstorm. Yep. If you go back as far as 91, you had the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Then you get the super storm. Yep. And now it's a bomb cyclone. What What's going to happen this summer? Oh, yeah. Uh, this summer is what's going to happen. This summer, it's going to be a um, a super tornado or super. Each one of these weather nerds is right. going to try to outdo one another right. to yeah. get on the map. So a to, tornado to will not be called a tornado. It'll be called a uh, nuclear spin around or whatever. They'll come up with a way. A bomb cone. Yeah, something or, or like something that. Something like that. Yeah. That's a state fair item, a bomb cone. No, it was the chow cone. Cone of destruction. Yeah, right. Because they, because it, it, they are constantly needing to terrify you. And I think that has to do with the youth, uh, uh, the viewers, that, that need to, a reason. You know, TV, I don't know if it's losing its viewership like, Unfortunately, newspapers are to the youth with their readership, but they need a way to attract that young person and at least have them look at the television for 20 seconds. Well, plus... So a bomb cyclone scares the hell out of you when you see it at first. Plus, imagine how easy it would be to terrify the people of the state of Oregon where they don't even know how to pump their own gas and are terrified to do so. Okay. All right. Good point. I don't want to talk about the bomb cyclone. In fact... 
let's not use that word anymore. But it's gonna if it's used by someone, it will be foghorn, right? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, speaking of the weather, Sanibel Jimmy checks in. Okay, okay, not so hot on Sanibel. 57 degrees at 1.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, they got a pet warning. Sunny but cold for southwest Florida. 57. You know what? What's the temperature here? Zero. Zero. Well, and I, 57 degrees warmer than on Sanibel than it is here. I'd take 57. I was just sent a, a, a texted a snapshot from a uh, a very good mole that we have in Garage Logic. In in Erlingen, Texas? Uh, no, not in Harlingen. Not Harlingen. I, I don't know that Rick would be a mole for us. No. This just guy's, a pain in the ass yeah, is what he is. This guy's very savvy in the Twin Cities and knows everybody. But uh-huh. uh, CNN has, uh, he did a snapshot on the screen. Deep freeze, bomb, slike, bomb cyclone slams northeast, will be colder than Mars. Will be colder than Mars. I don't... That's what CNN is reporting, that it will be colder. Reavers, Reavers. uh-oh. Go to, uh, go to the Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, the, what's the temperature on Mars? I Supposed have, to be. I also have some no? heartbreaking news. What? Uh, hold on, let me get the temperature of Mars. I can, you, if you Tem- can give the news, I can look at the temperature. CNN is now telling us that it's colder than Mars. I, I don't know what the temperature is. Mars for. may get up to 70 degrees Fahrenheit near really? the equator, but at night, the temperature can plummet to about minus 100 degrees. Well, then. So it's somewhat accurate, somewhat not accurate. Okay, differing uh, uh, have been reported for the Mars. Okay, I got one here. Surface temperatures may reach a height of about 20 degrees Celsius, 68 degrees Fahrenheit at noon, and at the equator, a low about 153 below Celsius, uh, 243 below zero at the poles. Mm-hmm. I also see a uh, another weather term that's been introduced via the social media. All right. This is after, I, I believe this is after bomb cyclone has been introduced. Right. Explosive cyclogenesis. That's where the get that's where how you form a bomb cyclone. We had that yesterday. No, we didn't. Yeah. Ooh, remember man. your goal. Oh yeah, I try to remember. Was I goal. taping an interview with Pat? No. Yeah, I don't think no, Pat he's in Florida. Today. Remember your goal. I know. You are trying to avoid having coins thrown into the fountain. I was on point though <laughs> with today's show. Did you see the photograph in the paper of the gal who was part of the uh Crew 52 volunteer group <laughs> for the uh, Super Bowl. Yes. Did you see this? Yes. Yep. Mary Bachman is her name, and she's pictured checking out the jacket she was issued. Oh, hey, boy. look what we're going to get. At volunteer headquarters. Uh, her jacket was marked with a C. And this identifies something. Let's see if you can get it. She's a captain. Yes. Captain of what? Oh, hospital. Hospitality? Well, you're close. She's a Skyway captain. Skyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't catch that. People report to me. She's a Skyway captain. Does that mean there's third third assistant shift leader Skyway captain? You're wondering if there's a platoon. That's a what platoon, like a, a, she's a squad leader. And she's are there, a leader. Are there, are there four privates and PFCs to her? I mean, she's eyeing this jacket somewhat proudly. Well, a captain, and I is, don't blame her. She she probably had to go above and beyond the call of volunteerism. To end up as a captain. Well, and a captain is an officer. That's, That's not like right. private. That's right. A sergeant. You know, this is a this is a, a a commissioned officer. With other crew fifty two volunteers 
presumably who, who she will be in charge of. Hey, hey, as we the got captain. A, a little paper over in the corner there. Can you pick that up for me, Private? She will be guiding visitors trying to find their way through the Minneapolis Skyway system. You know what? She's got a good job. She's going to be indoors. And that's why yeah, she's got the C. She's got the captain. The captain C. It says <laughs> Crew 52 on the back. And she's, uh, congratulations, Mary, uh, for that uh for that outfit. So she, if you have any trouble in the Skyway, she would be one that you could give uh, the utmost confidence and trust in. How do I get to the other end of the Skyway? And then she'll just point, you know, 30 feet to the end over here. That's mm-hmm. the end of the Skyway right over there. So I have a question. Rook and I were discussing this before the show began. Mm-hmm. They had the they had the jacket on the news with the neat hat and all the gear you're going to get. Yeah. Given the fact that this this organization has had a lack of volunteers that they originally sought, whatever number that that was. How, how many of the people that signed up for this are going to grab their gear and never show up for work since it's volunteer-based? I would imagine they'll have a bit of, uh, uh, what do you call that in retailing? Uh, uh, there's a different word. Than Ghosting? Th- no, there's a different word than theft. Uh, well, I, I imagine they'll have a certain amount of that. Uh, Timberwolves lost by a point like last night. Like a loss prevention. I mean, like uh, a... Uh, that's, that's right. Something like that? Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Timberwolves lost last night by a point in uh, Brooklyn. I wanted them to beat the net. To a bad team. Too. Okay. Now, interestingly, they went to Boston. They played at Boston tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. What if they're in the bomb cyclone? Oh, boy. Well, they're going to be in the thick of it. If they're on the East Coast, they're going to be in the thick of it wherever they are. Uh, and I would imagine... They had to fly out last night for that little short hop to Boston if, in fact, they didn't take a bus because uh, JFK is closed today. The airports in New York are closed. That is, uh, I can't imagine what that would do to the, the domino effect here because that that's the base, man. Those two are the base. Let me just look. This will be interesting to check tomorrow. Okay. All right. Just a minute. You're grabbing the sports page. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, bro? Oh, I'll show you. Just a minute here. Uh, just hang with me here. All right. We're uh, trying to find we're on, the... We're, uh, we're fact-based here. Oh, while you're looking, I'll oh, say the latest God. weather data from the Curiosity rover on Mars recorded a peak temperature of 9 degrees below Fahrenheit. On the day of uh, what? I don't want to know any more about this. Well, I'm just giving you background on how they. I don't want any background. Came across the Mars. I don't care. (laughs) Plus, I was trying to kill some time while you're flipping through the news. No, I understand how the business works. Yeah. Huh? There's no NBA games today. Hey. So so never mind. (laughs) On the NBA tomorrow. (laughs) Got it. You're you're watching it. Wait, today's Thursday. There we go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Today's Thursday. Yep. Beer but there, nothing to check on. Golden State at Houston, OKC at the Clipper. So that that okay. Let's go to the right. NHL. What do you got? There are games there. There is a game. There's one here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell you uh, about okay. Mars. Oh, no boy. games on Mars. You know, you know what you would call tonight? A full slate. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo at the Wild. Yep. No check. problem there. That's here. All right. Now Carolina at Pittsburgh. Is Pittsburgh in the bomb area? Florida at Boston tonight. That's right. In now, the, uh, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm suggesting is let's check tomorrow to see how many of these got played and the attendance. Uh, Islanders at Philadelphia, right in the thick of it. San Jose at Toronto. Let's go. Tampa Bay at Montreal. Ah, 
Don't have to worry about New Jersey at Dallas or Vegas at St. Louis or Anaheim at Edmonton or Columbus at Colorado or L.A. at Calgary. Warmer than Mars. Or Nashville at Arizona. But you've got uh, one, two, three, four, five NHL games in the zone yeah, of nuclear destruction. How are we going to handle this? Well, let's see if they get them played. You're a box score guy, aren't you? I like to check the box score. I can look at NHL box scores, and all I can I can just look at attendance, and I can tell you where it was played. Right, uh, in the arena. Pardon? In the <laughs> arena. Boy, I'll tell you what. No. What you got? Fonzie? What's the date today? Hey, hey, Patsy over here. You know, here. Uh, Reavers, to his credit, Matt. Yep. Uh, interestingly enough, he was uh, he was thoughtful enough to have come up with a goal for himself this year, uh, and I haven't heard you come up with one yet. Reaver's goal is to avoid having uh, coins thrown in the scam fund. Uh, and so far, he's doing very well. What have you come up with, Matt? Anything uh, I, at all, Matt? I, You know what I have, and I'm going to reveal it after the break. All right. Yeah, because I put some thought into this. After the break, I will reveal 2018. All right. Find out if Joni loves Chachi Fonzie. How you doing? <laughs> no. Um, I think... Because I, I this wasn't okay. No, you go you ahead. Because well, if you don't have one, no, I have one for you. I I do have one, and this is uh, you're going to think it's a cop out, but this is legitimate. Well, why would uh, I think that? My goal, and I think since you're not going to use mine, I'm going to use it myself. Let's just see what happens. Let's. You can't apply that to a goal. Things are good right now, so why am I going to jinx it? You know, it's a heck of a goal. Here's my goal. What what are you doing to me? The mind trick? No, this is that's a legit because I don't have a specific goal in my I don't you know seven out of I don't have a, a a finite goal here. Let me work on it. Jim, hey Joe, Hi. Say, uh, I listen every day. Enjoy your show. I listen from the great Northland. Wonderful. But I'm about ready to peel off my GL sticker. Okay. I cannot for the life of me figure out why you and Roycey cannot take anything in from the Super Bowl, from bashing the, the volunteers, which I think you sound like Trump when you do that. We really haven't bashed the volunteers. We've had a well, bit of sport with Well, anyone that's going to volunteer, it. you laugh at, and you say, well, they're doing this for just getting a jacket. Some people just do it because they want to. Right. A lot of people from 40 years and younger have never experienced anything like this. Right. And uh, if you haven't been to some of the events, we'll be coming down for several. All right. Uh, the NFL experience is awesome for kids and younger people. All right. So Are you going to the Pink concert? <laughs> no. Wrong. No. Right. I'm trying to get All to right, the Pink concert. I'd like to see her climb around, but other than that, yeah. no. All right. But thank you. Know you. Take it easy on these volunteers. All right. Maybe thank you should go out and try it. Thank you. All right. Didn't we wait? Did, uh, here's the here's didn't the thing. we have an email yesterday from a GLer who's a volunteer? Yes. Yeah. Did he get ripped? We didn't mock. No, I, I think the the issue we have. Did I not say this gal looks pleased as punch to be getting yeah, her seat? Yeah. I'm 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 bemused. Yes. No, maybe bemused is wrong. I'm amused mm. that you're a that you're a Skyway captain. And 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 I should have told this while Jim was on the air. If there is fun to be had with this, it's because you're volunteering. How many teams in the NFL? Thirty-two. You are you are you are placing yourself at great volunteerism for thirty-two billionaires who are raping this city financially. That's the issue. Yes. So don't uh, don't tell me how fun the 
cocktail wieners are at the NFL experience or whatever the hell it is. I've been to 12 Super Bowls. I know how they work. And if there's any fun we're having at all, it's with the the people who are volunteering for 32 billionaires who are squeezing every last nickel they can out of Minnesota to host this thing. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you've got a commissioner with an annual salary of 40 plus million dollars who isn't paying a dime in anything to stay down here for the entire week. And I'm working on a story that I'm not ready to break. Uh, on some shenanigans the NFL is up to uh-huh. with uh, hotel rooms. Okay. But that's all I'm prepared to say. Uh, Super Bowl-wise, I guess I do have a goal for 2018. I need to get my hands on two pink tickets. Well, you want to see pink, huh? I or, don't. The bride does. Right. Well, where is she playing? The Armory. The Armory. Yeah. Well, how is it sold out? I don't know how to get tickets. It's an NFL it's, event. It's an invite deal only. You got a guy. Yeah, but you have to have an invite. I'm not invited. Yeah, but you got a guy. I got a guy? Yeah, Mike. Mike, let's go. You know, Give yeah. me an invite. How you doing? Well, what? so that's an invite-only <laughs> deal? I believe. She's pretty popular. Well, who in the hell would they invite? It's part of, you know, if you're the ticket holder for the game, you get access to so many various things. Huh. And there's different levels of ticket buying where, you know, when you buy a Super Bowl package... You get access to various things throughout the course of that week. Huh. I am the I am the pass master. I can talk my way into any venue. Yeah, well, this you one you this you haven't uh, come up against off. the NFL yet. All bets are off. All right, let's bring in height. John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and a zero. This update brought to you by Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Gophers with a Big Ten win last night over Illinois, 77-67. Gophers now 13-3 on the season, 2-1 in the Big Ten, and another Big Ten game coming up Saturday at Williams Arena when they will play Indiana at 4.15 in the afternoon. They tried hard to give that one away, though, towards the end. Made it a little interesting, but they uh, they rebounded nicely. The Vikings athletic training staff is being honored by its peers. Vikings trainers will receive the Ed Block Courage Award as NFL Athletic Training Staff of the Year. All 32 NFL athletic training staffs and membership of the Professional Football Athletic Trainer Society vote on the award. The Vikings staff, led by Director of Sports Medicine and Head Athletic Trainer Eric Sugarman, who's now in his 12th season with the team. Wild at home tonight, they will play Buffalo at the Excel Energy Center. Uh, Mr. Mayor. Here I am. Fact-based. Yep. Boston at, or excuse me, Florida at Boston has already been postponed. Really? Okay. Several people are weighing in with that. Thank you. News notes from today. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has put a hold on vaccine shipments for two state programs because of extreme cold temperatures, according to the State Department of Health. Shipments for the state's Minnesota Vaccines for Children program and the uninsured and underinsured adult vaccine program were affected. The department says the shipments will resume early next week when temps are expected to return to normal. A Department of Health spokesperson said extreme cold can freeze vaccines. They're not kept in temperature control distribution centers, which has happened in the past. The uh, MIN-VFC program is the state's version of the federal Vaccines for Children program. It distributes about $39 million worth of vaccines to public and private clinics every year. The state says it provides vaccines to 180 locations across the state for uninsured and underinsured adults. A semi traveling in northeast Minneapolis last night became stuck under a railroad bridge. 
It happened at St. Anthony Parkway and Central Avenue. He Fail. Top- what a dummy. <laughs> he had one job. Top of the trailer crumpled after hitting the bridge. Uh, crews were able to tow the damaged trailer away a short time later. No word on any injuries, and it didn't look like there was any damage to What the was bridge. the in- intersection again? Uh, it was Central and St. Anthony Parkway. Trying to think of any low... Okay. Don't worry about it, Matt. Yep. You, you'll never be at that intersection. In Minneapolis? Yep. What was the video we had sent to us by a listener that we posted a while ago? The something-something bridge in Pennsylvania or whatever it was because all of these semis thought they could make it. Oh. And it was a span of maybe a month. <laughs> and about 15 different semis thought they could make it. Nope. Move on, John. A lo- that was a good I was, video. I, was a I just kind of liked Rook's sound effect there. <laughs> a lawyer represents... At least it's not... Sheesh. Why don't you have it as your goal <laughs> to not say sheesh? I will to, try that. To not drive me crazy and so that I have to stab you in the heart with a pencil. That's not an attainable goal. You should, you should have realistic goals. Yeah, that's, not, what, that's no fun that's for not, us. That would work for about a week, and then I'd go back to my old ways. All right. A lawyer representing President Trump seeking today to stop the publication of that new behind-the-scenes book about the White House that's already led Trump to angrily decry his former chief strategist, Stephen Bannon. Legal notice addressed to author Michael Wolff and the president of the book's publisher said the president's lawyers were pursuing possible charges, including libel, in connection with the forthcoming book Fire and Fury inside the Trump White House. The letter by Beverly Hills-based attorney Charles J. Harder demanded the publisher, Henry Holt and Company, immediately cease and desist from any further publication, release, or dissemination of the book or excerpts and summaries of its contents. Lawyers are also seeking a full copy of the book as part of their investigation. The book is already a number one bestseller, even though it doesn't come out for another couple of days. Well, every time the president opens his mouth, he sells 10,000 copies. I would agree with that, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The White House announcing today it's banning employees and guests from using personal cell phones in the West Wing, citing security and technology concerns. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders said in a statement, the security and integrity of the technology systems at the White House is a top priority for the administration, and therefore starting next week, the use of all personal devices for guests and staff will no longer be allowed in the West Wing. The move comes amid growing concerns about leaks from the White House, although that's not cited as a reason for the new ban. Although the ban will include official visitors, it's not expected to apply to members of the press. As part of a crackdown on legal marijuana, the Justice Department is set to roll back uh, an Obama administration policy to not challenge state laws that allow people to use pot for medical and recreational uses, as an official familiar with the matter said today. The move represents a dramatic shift in marijuana enforcement policy. The official, not authorized to comment publicly ahead of a formal announcement, said details of the new policy would reverse a 2013 Obama administration directive of non-interference. It will be outlined, they said, later this afternoon. Guess where we're going after the news, boys? Mm. What are we going to do? We're going to revisit, because I'm brave, mm-hmm. whether you should start your car in the oh, cold or no. not. Oh, mm-hmm. that was quite controversial, Joe. You sure you want to revisit that? Yes, I do. Okay. People are being warned. No, no, this, this isn't going to work. You can't. This, this, is, um, this is a new leaf. New this leaf. is the new you. This is the new leaf. Mm-hmm. John, continue. Barbie, I'd ride the wave. People are being warned <laughs> about ice shrapnel. Oh, no. That sounds dangerous. Coming off the beach in the coastal town of Skiduate, Massachusetts. Yep. Spell it. S-C-I-T. Yep. U-A-T-E. Situate. Situate? I believe so, but I want Matt to look it up. 
I will I, right now. I've always been confused by it, John. Yes. But I think it's situate. Okay. Spell again, please, John. S-C-I-T-U-A-T-E. I had never heard of the town, John. Oh, yeah, it's, out, it's out there. It's, it's out there. there. You yeah, can Massachusetts. Find it. You, you can, you can find it. You can yeah. get there. Yeah. Uh, the town administrator there, Jim Boudreaux, urged people not to come to the waterfront to watch the tide during the winter storm that's hitting the area. He said the high winds and high tide will force ice projectiles from the water to come up and act like shrapnel coming off the beach. Boudreaux said we want people to stay away from here. Residents along the water were asked to evacuate before 10 this morning amid warnings of moderate to major flooding. I beg your pardon, uh, John, but I, yes. Joe, I have your pronunciation of the town you requested. All right. Situate or situate, Massachusetts. You are correct, Joe. Was it situate or situate, Massachusetts? Thank you. You're welcome. What was that impossibly sad movie from about this time last year, uh, where the guy loses the family in the fire and uh, oh, come on! Uh, It was in. uh, It had uh, uh, Casey Affleck. Yep. Just. Horribly, horribly. Oh, yeah, you're right, because it was up for an Academy Award, and that was highly sad. criticized. I, I thought that took place in Situate. Really? Maybe that's why. You I, did see that film. I remember you coming back yeah. and telling us it was horribly depressing. Yeah, I would not allow Matt to see it. You, <laughs> I do recall that. Yeah. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Man, well, I guess maybe it was Manchester. Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> hey, you know what? Close enough. Close enough. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Powerball jackpot, nobody won last night. Here we go. Leaps now to 500. Oh, just a minute, John. Yeah. And I want no Powerball. Joe, I'm just going to tell you. Let me just precede this. I'm going to refrain, refrain from any type of uh, Powerball or Mega Millions That's talk. That's fine. Thank you. Yeah, Jack- I know it disturbs you a little bit. It does. Really, it, I don't want to hear do anything. It's quiet right now. Yes, sir. Jackpot now <laughs> will leap to $550 million after no winning tickets sold last night. The latest jackpot that will be drawn on Saturday is the nation's eighth largest lottery prize ever. Uh, your odds of winning, 292.2 million. One in 292.2 million, that is. The cash prize would be about 348 million after uh, all is said and done. Macy's is planning 5,000 job cuts, including closure of seven more stores and other cuts at remaining locations as it seeks stability. The retailer's cost reductions come after its holiday sales and stores opened at least uh, uh, that were open at least a year rose 1.1%. Although the company described the holiday sales as solid, the performance trailed fellow department store chain JCPenney, which posted a 3.4% increase today. On Tuesday of this week, if you missed it, President Trump tweeted that he would be holding the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year next week. Mm-hmm. Last night, late night talk show He's host... ripping off Royce. He's doing a turkey <laughs> of the year. Mm-hmm. Last night, talk show host, uh, late night talk show host Stephen Colbert announced... He had taken out a billboard in Times Square, or as he called it, the failing New York Times Square, campaigning to win the awards. He said, personally, I'm excited for the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year, or as we call them in the biz, the fakies. Mm-hmm. The ad, which Colbert also posted on his the Twitter fakies. account, <laughs> had blurbs from Sean Hannity, Twitter, and the president himself, who was quoted on the ad as saying that Colbert, uh, Colbert is a no-talent guy. Trump says he'll announce those awards Monday at 5 o'clock. All right. Uh, Very good. Is weather next? Yes, Joe, right after this uh, short break. Commencing garage logic segment number four. She believed in fairy tales and princes. 
Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at zero degrees right now here in the Twin Cities. Should hit a high temperature of around two or three above. But then tonight, one of the colder nights we've had so far this season. The coldest has been 16 below. That was on New Year's Eve. Uh, we're looking for 12 degrees below zero tonight. Light winds, though, so the wind chill's not very bad at all. Um, all the light snow and flurries are staying to our south and southwest, and it should stay that way. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, but a high of only four above. And then on Saturday, it warms up to the mid-teens. There could be some light snow that develops mid to late afternoon, maybe up to an inch of accumulation there. Sunday, some flurries and 30 for the high. The warm-up continues next week, though. 28 on Monday, 30 on Tuesday, 33, a nice little thaw on Wednesday of next week. And uh, then temperatures take a big dive. By Thursday, we have a chance of snow developing and a high temperature back to about 12 above by then. So the end of next week, temperatures drop back into the mid-teens for highs. But today, going for a high of around 3 above. Right now, we're at zero, Joe. All right, thank you. All right, let's go back to where we got in big trouble. Or I got in big yes. trouble Tuesday. Uh, this is from the, <coughs> excuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a minute. You got a problem over there? Can I help you with or are you good? This is from the website Jalopnik, as in Jalopy, J-A-L-O-P-N-I-K. And that's a credible car site. I think most GLers would agree. Okay. And this is written by Jason Torchinsky. And he the headline is exactly why you need to warm up your car when it's cold. So this okay. seems to be contrary to the advice that I was so profanely uh, accused of offering. Joe, we're all over the map on this subject. The big argument against warming up your car before driving off on a cold morning is that essentially modern cars can handle it, meaning a modern car can handle the cold weather, so just get in and start it and take off. Uh, and this fellow says, and that's not wrong, a modern fuel-injected car with today's sophisticated engine management systems can accommodate startup in very cold weather uh, quite quickly. All right? Okay. Let's get to why this fellow says you should warm it up. He, he, then we go through the old, uh, if you have a carbureted car, yes, you warm it up. Uh, uh, even on a brand new car, you'd still likely want to wait 30 seconds or so for that cold, molasses-thick oil to work itself up from the oil pan. But generally, it's true you can start up and drive off and that the car will warm up quicker when driving. I agree that this is accurate, the author says, and I also think it's still a bad idea, and you should let the car idle for at least a couple of minutes. Okay. Why do this when the car can technically handle a near-immediate takeoff? Because being able to do something and that something actually being good are two different things. If we go back to the, uh, uh, any reference to some hamster deal, the same goes for not letting your car warm up a bit. Even if the car can start and drive nearly immediately, every rubber thing in that engine is still hard and cold and brittle. Those fluids are still highly viscous, and while driving is possible, putting any load on that engine isn't doing it any favors. Gotcha. It's not just me saying this. Actual intelligent non-morons agree, like the folks at Team O'Neill Rally School who drive cars in sub-zero weather all the time. Uh, look, if you know you can drive it gently while the engine gets up to temperature, fine, have at it. But for most people who don't really know, uh, they want, you should avoid danger. Uh, well, well, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, 
Even well-written, well-researched articles that are against warming up, like this one from Popular Science, admits that take that's the one that got us in trouble Tuesday. Right. It admits that taking it easy for the first time, five to ten minutes, is crucial. Uh, the other big argument against warming up a fuel-injected car revolves around the fuel mixture is more rich when cold and gas is a solvent that washes away oil, which is true, but ignores the fact that when driving, you're injecting even more gasoline into the cylinders as you accelerate. Uh, there's other safety factors when your car's interior is cold and the steering wheel is cold. Uh, you're not going to be driving at your best. You're distracted, uncomfortable, and cannot manipulate your controls as well as you should. Uh, plus, there's the always uh, visibility issues. Scraping windows is fine, but why not give the car's defroster a chance to do its job? I'm not talking about idling for an hour here, just five or ten minutes or so at the most. Get up a touch earlier and make your commute safer and less miserable. Uh, if you're worried about the environmental impact, I, I would not be. No. Uh, consider that you're also extending the life of your engine and many components inside it when you allow them to get up to something close to a normal operating temperature before you take off, and keeping your car going longer is better for the environment. Uh, okay, so uh, taking it from Jalopnik, uh, warming up a fuel-injected car is not a bad thing. Okay. So let's recap. Yeah, Please, please recap so uh, all of our listeners know where to stand on this. For warm-up or just not for warm-up. It's a bit of a summary. That's what a recap is. Yeah. I, th I You know, I like this. I like this new... 2018, uh, not always giving you crap. I mean, you had the, you got your leather jacket on earlier. I was referring to you as Fonzie and giving you the A sign. And I, I, uh, I'd like to take that back and I'd like to apologize for that. Let's recap. Okay. Modern cars can be driven in very cold weather almost immediately following startup. But the idea that there's Zero detrimental impact on the car when you do so is ridiculous. Your car will operate better when it's heated up a bit. Again, we're talking just a few minutes. You'll be more comfortable, you'll drive safer, and you'll see better, and I bet uh, uh, you'll get a little better looking. I don't know what that means. Seriously, what are you trying to prove anybody? Nobody will ever love you because you're, you're dry, you drive right off in cold weather. Take a moment and let the car warm up it's worth it and so are you i'll buy that all right hope that gets us off the hook but we're just saying you don't have to warm it up for 20 minutes that's i think that's some of the impression that people were taking from that that were saying 20 minutes is too long no i think what what happened tuesday was that i fell on the side of believing uh, that it's better to drive your car to warm it up than to let it sit there and idle. And I was told in no uncertain terms by many listeners that that, that was hooey. Mm -hmm. And here, uh, to corroborate their belief, is this article from Jalopnik, which says you're not harming a thing by letting a fuel-injected car warm up a bit. Got it. And so we'll go with that. And uh, I hope that puts the issue to rest. So uh, warming up the car, whether it be fuel injected or carbureted, is is just uh, it's a sound idea, right? 
It's the time. You don't need an hour. I knew a guy once who went to a meeting and left his car like a meeting at 8 o'clock in the morning and came back at 4 o'clock and his car was running. He had forgotten to turn it off. I don't think. What did it do to the car? I don't think that can help the car. I don't think that could be good for the car. May have taken some years off the car, is what you're saying. Look, you've tried this before. What? Just go back to being you. No, no, no. This is no. Uh, go back is, to being. Uh, this you. is sincere. This is. But this is a whole new crap. reason to stab you in the heart with a pencil. And, well, and you can't. Thing to say you can't I'm be. Be nothing but nice. No, I'm not being, even overdoing it. You're I'm just being saying, too nice. Joe, being, I agree. Not. <laughs> but that doesn't blah. work. That doesn't work with you. And that should tell you something about yourself. You try to be nice and you can't be. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Can I go back to being dumb rook? Yes. Okay. I like being the dumb one. All right. Let's, there we go. It isn't even necessarily the fact that you have to be a dumb one. There's no need to castigate yourself. Hey, Fonzie, let's just hit the button, okay? I'm back. I think I'm back. I think I'm back. Chris, real quickly, please. Yes, a friend of mine, Pilot Pete, a retired Northwest pilot, was uh, getting ready to go for one of his flights, and he parked by the security desk and uh, was going to find out where he had to go. And his two, uh, the other pilots he was flying with said, hey, jump in and ride with us. We'll go to where we need to go. So he left his truck sitting there. It was, thank God it was a diesel, but it was running for over three days. The, all the security guards were taking bets on whose truck it was and how long it would be running. And, and uh, he came back, and it was still running, and they laughed so hard about that. Wow. But it ran for over three days. All right, thank you. Yeah. Man, that's good. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's zero degree.